1: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast.
2: Fred, you know that song? You know that piece of bumper music? Uh, I know
3: the song. I'm trying to... What's
2: the name of the song? Been, kind of a local been... band, Springfield, Illinois, 80s. There's an R at the beginning. There's an <laughs> O at the end. There's a uh, speed wagon involved oh, in there.
4: Oh, oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, this is uh, this is Golden Country from okay. REO Speedwagon. Again sharpening up the bumper music every now and then. Alex Rich is here from Y98. You don't know this one probably, do you? You know, I... Listen...
3: Country. Not this one you don't specifically.
5: Know that one?
2: It's a little but bit of a, you know, I'd to. call that
5: one a deep cut. I'd call that a little bit of a deep <laughs> cut there, Alex, you know? Uh, yeah, I was more, I, I I, would like to say I think I was more of a Doobie Brothers. Was that mm-hmm. kind of the tame, same time frame? It was a little bit, but you might have been a little bit more a of a role Doobie with Doobie the changes.
2: areo Speedwagon guy? You know, Probably. You can tune a piano, you, you can't tune a fish. Okay.
5: But I do have to say, of all the talk shows out there, oh, it just you, your bumper there. music's got to just be top-notch. I ran into Kevin
2: Cronin when I was backstage seeing um, Uncle Ted one of those times, and he was just kind of hanging out at the amphitheater. Super nice guy. Very jealous of his hair. He always looks like he kind of has a perm because I think he does, but he could not have been nicer, and I I am kind of an Ario fan from back in the day. I mean, early 80s, Casey, Ario. They had the local connection. That live album was fantastic. Nine Lives was fantastic. You can tune a piano. I could go on and on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hey, Brian Kilmead is coming back here to St. Louis for a Kilmeade Christmas. This is going to be so much fun. And I'm telling you that it's going to sell out. We are close to 250 tickets. I think our capacity is 300. So if you want to come on December 1st, Silo Point, Brookdale Farms, in Eureka, we got a great dinner from Andre's Catering. Brian's coming in to meet and greet with his new book, Teddy and Booker T. You get a hard copy of the book, autographed, um, premium dinner, premium open bar, Fred will be there. That's probably worth the 110. How about old Fred Bottenheimer yeah. over there uh, ladies and Sue, gentlemen? That's I think Sue's uh, the main Well, draw. Sue does get a lot of attention, but you go to 971talk.com/events and we would love to have you buy some tickets. It's going to be a blast on that Friday night. All right, before we get to Fred's news, highly anticipated and Fred can't wait <laughs> for his last
3: for his last <laughs> edition. That's right. It's like the last day of I'm school. I'm excited about I,
2: it. Fred, you you know me well enough to know that when I have something that happens in the uh the world of customer service, oh. I i usually seize on that right right no I think, kidding i know it's hard to believe i think the best example of this is about 10 or 12 years ago i was trying to buy a um a jeep wrangler right <clears throat> and i called around to several local dealers three of them three of them to be particular and i couldn't get anyone to call me back or no one say i'm I'm ready to buy a car and no one wanted to really You're so a warm lead yeah, <laughs> I think I was a hot lead. Is that I'd what the salespeople call? It? Yeah. So I I uh, decided, I was just about to do my show on Camel X, which aired from two to six at the time. And I think it was like 115. I like, because you can be resourceful in this day and age. And I, I found the marketing director for, for Jeep Chrysler North America, <clears throat> sent him an email, very short email, that said, Hey, I, I don't think it's that easy to sell cars, really, right? I think this was even after 2008. By 3.15, I had three people emailing me. Now, mind you, Alex, what was my advantage?
5: You were ready to buy the car. That was your advantage. No,
2: I sent the email from my CBS radio account. Oh. I didn't threaten. I didn't say, I'm going to put this on the radio, but they, they that tends to get attention. True. So I got a pretty good deal on a Jeep Wrangler that year, I'm going to tell you. But I, I bring it up because I'm having a little bit of a coughing spasm here, so I apologize. I always talk about bad customer service, right? We all do. I want to talk about good customer service. So this is car related too because we had a little bit of a wreck. State Farm totaled the car. Everyone's fine. Everyone's safe, which is good. So I've been on the phone four different times with State Farm Insurance. Not with Jake personally, mind (laughs) you. Every one of those conversations, they knocked it out of the park. Friendly. Yeah. Outstanding. Yep. Over and above- I couldn't believe it because, let's face it, that is not the status quo these days. It's Typically, it's exactly the opposite. So my shout-out to Jake from State Farm and my (laughs) agent down in Barnhart or Festus (laughs) area, Sandy Vest, because it made an impression on me. It really did because they did such a good job. So... I don't believe that's going to lower my rates because we totaled another car. My son did that. But you know what? I'll take a stab at it. There you go.
4: These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the
1: president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. (laughs) And now, Suze News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, Speedy Expert Service. Call 636-674-6446.
3: So I know... Mark, that you love to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey ever since you admitted that you were wrong on their relationship.
2: Well, yeah, let's face it early. in, I was a skeptic. I thought they're just having fun with this. And then, you know, we get to the point where they're making out off, off the front of the stage last week in Argentina. Now you're all in. Well, Well, I just, I believe it now. Now I believe it's not just something that they're faking us out with. It may
3: be a true love story. See what I did there.
1: (laughs)
2: Can you believe,
3: can you believe now that Travis Kelsey and his brother are going to try and uh, rival Taylor Swift yeah. in music. Here's here's uh, what they're doing.
2: Yeah, I just pressed off of it here, Fred, so you're going to have to give me a second.
0: Here we go. It
3: was Christmas Eve again.
0: The Eagles' Jason and Chiefs' Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's main squeeze, have just released their own version of the Pogues' "Fairy Tale of New York. You- The The duet on the Eagles' second Christmas album is streaming now on Apple Music and Spotify. But playtime's over Monday night when the Kelsey brothers face each other in a Super Bowl rematch. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Yeah, that's
2: going to be a good game on Monday night. And I did hear about that a little earlier. So when they say the Eagles' Christmas album, they mean the... uh, the team, the Eagles, not right. the Pan, the Eagles. <laughs> and do they only have
3: one song on there? Um, I think so. I think there's another song on there by. Um, let's I heard a see. couple
5: other clips. They were... Look, I am not yeah.
3: a I'm not a podcast guy, mainly because
2: I think they destroy you know American radio talk show hosts. But I've heard that their podcast
5: is really good <laughs> and very entertaining. They do. They have some Jordan good stuff.
3: Jordan Is that how you say his last name? Eagles offensive tackle. Oh, he was
5: great. I saw a clip of him singing. He was a great and singer. He's
3: singing a song with Philly native Patty LaBelle. Oh, nice. They duet on another song.
5: Cool. And they do that like for charity, I'm
2: sure, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So, and I do not think they, they sounded pretty good. I thought that's a hard song to sing, the Pogues. I thought that was it's a really good. Good choice. Song. Yeah. I like the choice really too. Okay. Oh, so have you heard about Patrick Mahomes' Good Luck Charm? No. Oh, okay. So uh, Mahomes joined the Chiefs in t- 2017, played his entire career there. Um, and he the key to his success he says is his underwear in his first year he wore a pair of red under, underwear and he's worn it under his uniform at every NFL game he's played in his 6 year career you know michael jordan did something like this i'm pretty sure
0: does he at least wash them
3: he says i only wear them for the game <laughs> for game day so they're not too worn down or nasty I do wash them. Yes, there you go. Every once in a while, at least.
2: Alex might be able to speak to this more particularly because you were a college athlete at Indiana. But athletes sometimes are very superstitious, right?
3: And he is so superstitious that he says that if they're on a hot streak, he can't wash them.
5: Yeah. See, Uh, I think that's I maybe TMI there. Wash them a little bit. (laughs) But I did have a pair of underwear that I guess maybe you just get used to the way that that certain pair of underwear fits you underneath your, you know. I guess your sliding shorts, compression shorts, your jock strap, everything else that goes into it. So, yeah, you know, I got attached to a an old pair of hands that fit underneath a pair of sliders just right. So, I'm no Patrick Mahomes, but yeah. got to wash them.
2: You have any superstitions, Mark? I'm a commando guy, first of all. But I, um, I'm not really superstitious. Abby, I'm kidding. Thank okay. God. I just, I'm going to be taking to yeah. HR probably for that. My goodness. No, I, I'm not real superstitious on that stuff. I'm really
3: not. Uh, have you heard who New York Attorney General Letitia James has made her next victim in court? I have not, She Fred. is suing Pepsi. And the reason is, she says they are allegedly endangering public health with its single-use plastic bottles, caps, and wrappers. Oh, my she God. She says all along the Buffalo River, plastic bottles and snack bags and wrappers float on the river and gather at the banks so she's going to So sue it's Pepsi's them? fault it's not the the <laughs> people
5: the people
2: that, people toss that are crossing the them that have no respect for society or nature or anything like that that's one of my biggest pet peeves I see people throwing stuff out of the window I don't see it as much anymore which is interesting yeah. I don't know why that is I used to see it a lot more often. Full maybe bags bags of can... trash yeah I, I've seen people in the city of St. Louis take a corner take an entire bag of something from a fast food restaurant just dump it in the middle yeah. of King's Highway
5: yeah do you not will you even do like a straw wrapper? Like so outside, you, I will not. No, I will throw that out. That's respectable. That's commendable. The only commendable. thing I throw
2: out of my car, throw outside, would be like a banana peel or an apple or so a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or pose, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that the birds might huh. eat. Or yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, how much do you guys hate roaches? Yes. I'm not a big fan. Oh, oh the yeah, cockroaches. Yeah. Okay, so there is an offer from a North Carolina pest control company. They will pay you $2,500 to let them come into your house and let 100 roaches loose and they are going to follow them for a month and try a new mitigation technique. What? Yeah. You have to agree to allow the pest company to film in your home for 30 days. You can't use your own bug spray when they're not looking. And if uh, their method doesn't get rid of the bugs within a month, uh, then they'll resort to the traditional mitigation option.
5: Alex, I think this sounds perfect for you. I don't know, man. I'd lose a lot of sleep over that. Oh, what was the I amount of time?
3: $2,500 for a month.
5: A month? That's to me that the payout's not. The risk versus reward isn't.
0: Just imagine one of them crawling across you while you sleep. Is that worth <laughs> it? Oh, I don't no. know. Well, no.
5: My question is, why can't they set up like a test home? I guess do they need people to like. I'll explain like, that one to you. You know what I mean?
2: Alex, let me explain this to you. Okay? You're a sales guy. You work a little bit in sales on the radio site. It's a marketing stunt. Exactly. Because they know that people like Sue Thomas and Fred Bomer during a segment on 97.1 FM talk are going to throw that in and give them publicity. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff. A hundred that they do. It's cockroaches it is a lot too. Yeah, forget right? it. Right?
5: Yes. Yeah, they could probably create more cockroaches. They, they will. Got, they, that's what I'm saying. A hundred's got to, by the end of a month. I don't know how yeah, quickly roaches right.
2: reproduce. Nobody but who's married would ever lot. get this done, right? <laughs> By uh, a chance.
3: Did you hear about the uh, popular band that's calling it quits now after more than four decades? I don't know if you've seen these guys. Um, it's the Munches Make-Believe Band at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, No yeah. kidding. Yeah, the company says it's getting rid of the animatronic bands at more than 400 locations mm. and replacing them with a more modern virtual version adding more video walls, and an interactive dance floor.
5: Those guys weren't pulling their weight. I get it. You sometimes just got to <laughs> cut out. people off from the yeah. band. They're, they're it's Bidenomics, too. No downs, doubt. You know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> One robot band will stick around in Northridge, California, near L.A., for nostalgic purposes, but the rest... Apparently, we're costing him too much money to keep up with.
5: I wonder if that band that's going to stick around will make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know,
3: the way mean?
5: the way that bands get into the actual Rock and Roll Hall of
2: Fame,
3: it would not shock. That's what me. I'm saying, right? Exactly. You know, right. uh, whenever I think of the Chuck E. Cheese, I just think of Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the story I read about that requires the owners or whoever's dismantling and destroying these guys to film it and send it to corporate, so none of them. Like end up in someone's basement or something. They want proof that they do not exist anymore. Mm. So it's getting pretty pretty serious. I think they
5: would sell for quite a bit of money, right?
0: They would. I would. People would love to have them, even if they didn't work.
3: Huh? Yeah, I would. (laughs) Uh, There's a new list of the most popular baby names in the United States. After four years at the top of the list, Liam. Is no longer the most popular boy baby name. It was at one point for the last four years. Liam, Liam is huh. the most popular boy name. I
5: guess Liam Neeson's really just well, impacted the the you know the age. I don't age know if people it was him, but been... I do know like my my daughter has a
2: few friends that are named Liam. Liam so Hemsworth, I, I believe probably. that. Yeah, I think oh. uh, uh, that, you're that's right. the thing. Yeah. Probably a
5: lot of people's favorite. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So, Noah is now the new number one name. Ooh. Fred because has a son named Noah. I was 20, you were way ahead, ahead, of years ahead of the time. I got because a cousin, Noah. Or a biblical, I mean, you know. You right? know, I got, it goes I way got
5: cousins, Noah, Caleb, and Jonah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Talk about the Bible. That's pretty old. So I thought we were doing something where we
2: were finding a name that was unique, but not too crazy when I named my son, who's 23 now, the teacher in Columbia, Aiden. And then every damn person in America aimed their kids, you know, because I felt like Marks and Mm -hmm. Freds and Johns, there were too many of those. But it didn't work out in my favor. There's a (laughs) lot of
3: Aidens out there. So Noah's number one, Liam's number two, Oliver is number three. Oliver.
0: I love Oliver. I think that's a beautiful name. Well,
2: let's face it, one of the best characters from the Brady Bunch, right, Fred? Oliver. Remember Oliver?
0: Yo, Oliver the, was the cousin.
2: The, the, the
3: cousin, yeah. Oh gosh, you, you <laughs> maybe second guess no, it for no, no, a no, second. No, 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 no.
2: The kid with the glasses, remember? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh the girls names it didn't change much from last year. Olivia is number 1, Emma is number 2, and Amelia is number 3.
2: Uh let's see. Where's Fred on that list?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Fred made it. Uh let's go ahead and then just since we're going to come up here um, with a little bit more talk. Let's just get to the uh, random fact. Sue's News brought to you by MrAppliance.com. For speedy expert service, call MrAppliance.com, 636-674-6446. Two quick baseball random right. facts. Um, out of the 20,000 or so Major League Baseball players since 1876, only 12 were from Alaska. The most famous by far is Kurt Schilling.
5: Kurt Schilling's I, from Alaska. He was
3: born. He was born in Anchorage. I
2: would actually put the number at, at lower than that. That actually surprises me that it's that high from mm. Alaska. Well, what's yeah. the
5: population of Alaska? Okay, We're in the GTS, <laughs> right? I don't know.
2: But you would think that they, you know, with the the way that the sun works, they can play baseball like two months out of the year up there, right? Well, they they have lights. Maybe they have lights. <laughs>
3: well, they can just play games all night long. Yeah, sometimes too. Uh, doesn't well, it doesn't stay light oh. yeah. uh, they, all day. Yeah, there for, are not even a million people
2: in all of Alaska. How many? Not even a million people. It says seven hundred thirty-two thousand six hundred. Yeah, so that number's
5: not that crazy because there's more people from St. Louis. Like, what's the population of St. Louis? Well, it's 3 million. Yeah, so I mean, you're looking, that's bigger than Alaska. Right. So the numbers add up. Okay.
3: Yeah, about a million of them were on my cruise ship. Alaska (laughs) is the
2: third least populous and the most sparsely populated U.S. state with a population of 700, well, they said 736, but I said 732. So there you
3: go. And the other random fact with baseball: the average professional baseball player has 2012 vision.
5: 2012 vision. 2012. I that guess that makes sense. That. You got like, well,
3: 2020 is, you know, what it should be. So they got better than
5: 2015. A lot of people have. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah, I got the LASIK and it. Helped. I'm like 2015. But All let me tell numbers. you, 2012. I mean, you got to figure these guys are hitting a fastball that's right. coming yep. hundred.
2: That's Got probably no time to true. It. There you go, Fred's news. Sue is back tomorrow. Fred is relieved, but we're going to hang out and talk <laughs> a little bit more coming up here.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthrow your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve
3: Modella if you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
0: Two more rips, two more.
3: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the a Fighter. drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: Arrests have been made in the terrible beating of a high school kid, a white high school kid in Las Vegas that was surrounded by black kids ages 13 to 18. They made eight arrests, and it's a devastating story. Heidi Harris, who is based in Las Vegas, is going to join us here with some of the details coming up. Alex Rich is here from Y98. We visit with him on a Wednesday afternoon. I wanted to talk about a couple other things, and then you have a good wedding story that I have to hear. One thing that—a couple of things that have been annoying me lately, see if we can get some group— you know, agreement on this. I don't know if you guys have this issue, so I'm just going to toss it out. And maybe this is just an issue at my fast lane near my neighborhood. But when I've lately, and I've noticed this at a couple other places too. First of all, can we not make it easier just to fill up our gas tank? Do we have to have 50 million questions? But I'm noticing that you know, you put your you put the hose in the tank, right, mm-hmm. Fred? And then you press the 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 nozzle, the handle, and it's clicking off all the time. All the time. Like they're they're not. I come out. I go into the to the store to buy something. I come out. I got ten dollars worth of gas because the damn thing clicked right, off. Right. What's up with that? I don't know what that is. Okay, but it's you have it happening pump too all the
5: time. It's, okay. It's, it's it's horrible.
2: I've found that it's happening more often, so I don't really get that.
5: Which is interesting because wouldn't you think these,
2: it'd be the other way around? Well, sometimes I don't even notice it, so I'll put the pump in. I'll get my car and I notice. Wait a second! I was almost out of gas and now I'm still mm-hmm. almost oh. out of gas. And, and then you get, like, this morning I needed, I had to go to O'Fallon, Illinois. So that's, like, three hours away, if you will. I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I filled up because I was running on empty. And the thing clicked off in front of me, like, three different times. So I put $16 in because right. it was so damn To annoying. me, it
5: seems like they're cutting themselves off from making more money. See, well, the maybe they
2: would say they don't care because they don't make much money on the gas anyway. But I'm not going to the, you know, well, I can't say that because the fast lane by my house is just convenient. That's why I go there.
3: I go to a place called Green Park Automotive, you know, in South County, and they to pump get it they pump gas. It, it's called, it's a gas it station. It. Yeah, it's around my house. It's around. Is this the block. exclusively oh, the only place you go? This is yeah, it? because they just well, I mean, I can go to QT or something like that. But so you don't a, pump your own a, gas is what you're telling
5: no, uh-uh. us. No, uh-huh. did we ever know do that, do Fred? I don't know. That's got to be new information. I mean, right? That's new information. I feel like I can do it. I just
3: want to keep you know a local merchant in business. I don't blame you.
5: How many people do they have out there pumping gas?
3: Uh usually in the mornings it's two adults and in the afternoons it's usually two kids after school.
5: Is I got a lot of follow up wow. questions. I know that's just fascinating. <laughs> Is there There's usually no way a that line? Does, no, things. not at all.
3: No <laughs> line at all. Wait,
2: I don't know, Mark. <laughs> I think he's got the right the right strategy.
5: <laughs> he, he's there. got same the, it's the same right price. the right idea. As
3: regular. Now, do you there tip these people? Yeah, you can tip them. You well, can, that's not what—that's oh, no, no, not you what he said. Them. Okay, you could tip I mean, anybody.
5: Sure, I'll take <laughs> right. a tip right now if you're. If you're well, tipping, we actually got a story know? on tipping. All right, this <laughs> kind of ties
2: in. The other thing that I'm noticing—let's see if anyone can uh, come to agreement on me. I don't know what what you do here. One thing that I that I said when I came back from Europe in the uh, spring having been in spain is it was so easy to buy things over there just by swiping with the chips and my understanding is what they explained to me over there is that in the aftermath of covid they really had to go because no one was using cash and they had i think even more strict um, you know rules than we did here unfortunately with lockdowns is everyone really converted easily to you know the the swipe and, Mm -hmm. and the chip but if you go, let's say you go to the fast lane, or you go to the QT or you go to Walgreens. Let's talk about Walgreens, okay? I don't know about CVS. They have the most messed up little credit card machines. You never know how to put the damn thing in the machine. Maybe I'm slow, and I am, and I'm not very smart. But can we not get something standard where you know how to put the, the credit card in uh, yeah. every time? Now, th- this is where I go back to gas stations because... The QT is awesome. You go in if it's under twenty bucks, you swipe that damn thing. They're done. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know it can be done, fast lane and all you <laughs> other places. So why Walgreens? Seriously, why can't right. why can't Walgreens or other retailers now? Maybe there's a good reason for this. I don't know. Why can't they get to a situation to convenience, not to inconvenience their customers by saying, "Here's all you do. You got to swipe." I mean, we're to the point where we're not going to really need. I mean, you can do it with Apple Pay anyway. You don't even need your car. Yeah. So why did they make it so hard? To do that, that in 2023, with all of the technology that we have,
5: that's frustrating because they make it harder than it should be. Well, right, there's cases, my rant. There's Quick my... Trip, like Quick Trip, does a great job. They're like you check out, and they, by the by the time you're done, they're helping the next person. It's unbelievable. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I do. That's and why it's crazy. It, they're the Cadillac of convenience
5: stores. There's yeah. been I never thought about that, but when I'm at a Walgreens, because that's who you said has trouble uh, with this, right? You
2: don't even know which Dude, way the line is in.
5: always ridiculous. Yeah. And there's like, what could these put people? They're not doing like a full shopping haul. By at the way, the you just missed an epic. That's what she said. If you would have paid attention,
2: <laughs> but I, the audience probably got it. That's for sure.
5: All right, hey, we got to get your wedding story. Yeah, this is I. This is just. I feel like I wish Mark was here for this situation. I got to hear about this. Had one. a cousin wedding over the weekend. Friday night was the rehearsal two, dinner. Two
2: cousins were getting married.
5: Not one cousin was marrying <laughs> okay. a uh, right. a girl. I'm not judging. Yeah, which you know, if that's your thing, I guess. So anyway, we're, uh, rehearsal dinner is Friday night and Mark, you know, you know, my dad, my dad's a real jokester. My dad doesn't, yeah, Norm, right. A great sense of humor. So, um, he calls me and he's like, you come outside and, or no, somebody came in and said, Hey, go, your dad's out there trying to park the car. Like go, go out there and help. The event was downtown here somewhere, the London tea room. And, uh. So I go out, and I'm walking out to help my dad parallel park the car, and he's standing out there, and he, I walk out, and he tosses me the keys. And my dad, you know, he's a jokester. Like, we have these conversations all the time, but he said something along the lines of, like, would you just park the effing car, you know? Your dad said that to you. Yeah. Kind of just park you know. it. Would right. you mind? Right. And, you know, and I said, you know, what are you, a moron? Something along the lines of that. Back to him. And but he was in joking total, fashion total total joking course. fashion and that's our thing right so i park it and da, da 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 whatever no big deal so fast forward to the wedding the the next night and i'm standing everything's fine i'm standing i haven't looked at anybody the wrong way i haven't <laughs> <laughs> i haven't you know bumped anybody just, the wrong way mine my own celebration I'm just, right yeah, i'm ready to dance so i'm at the bar and there's a taller guy, pretty tall guy, and I'm, you know, me, I'm, I'm, height's not really my strong four point. foot six, right? Is that what you it's, are? I think I'm up to four seven these days. <laughs> so I'm minding my own business. I'm at the drink, getting a bar, or at the bar, getting a drink. Yeah, right. And I, uh, this guy, like, kind of aggressively, like, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he's looking over me, and he says, "Hey, who?" Who do you think you were yelling yelling at that person, scree- <laughs> screaming at that person? Are you, you know, serious? Calling them names, this, that, and the other, and I, I kind of look at him like, "What are you?" I didn't yell it.
0: You didn't know what he was I talking I about. At I first had no clue okay. what he
5: was even talking about. Okay, and I said, because my brother was in town, I said, "Or you, you might be talking <laughs> about my brother." And I pointed at my brother from across. the You guys court. look alike. I've never met you brother. We do look okay. alike. Okay. And he says, No, absolutely not. I know it was you. You were wearing the red sport coat with the pocket square. Mind you, he's got his hand on my shoulder kind of pointing down at me this whole whole time. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Who did you know this guy?
5: Well, he was a bridesman. Okay. What does that mean? Groomsman. He was he was a bridesman. Okay. He was he was a, a groomsman on the bride's side. Got it. Okay.
2: Didn't know that was thing. Yeah, I didn't but, know. That oh, was there we, we go. So, yeah. Well, I learned something
5: new every day. So related to the bride, and you were related to the. To the well, groom? I don't think he was related, but yeah, the, okay, the groom I was my cousin, you. whatever. Right. And so I'm like, I think you might have been talking talking about my brother over there. So at this point, my girlfriend Annie comes up and she sees this guy's got his hand aggressively on my shoulder. She swats his hand away from me, kind of. And and he's he like, No, you were yelling. You were yelling aggressively at that man. I said, "Are you talking about my father? You're talking about my dad. You're sitting here telling me about how I'm talking to my dad." And 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 so then I kind of walked away. So we tell this story to some of the other people at our table. Right. Who are some of my other cousins and they're like, "Dude, you wouldn't believe. Last night, he was apparently back inside asking around people to try to figure out who you were, <laughs> who you were." Wow. Because he was so offended by the interaction between me and my own dad.
2: That's because you didn't treat your father with respect, <laughs> so, Alex. That's so, why. So
5: So so That's awesome. So we're like, first of all, who did he think I was to think that that was cool fine to come up to me. But then the rest of the night cuz the guy was like you were yelling at the guy in the black BMW. So the rest of the night I kept walking up to my dad and saying, "Hey, are you that MFer that was in the black BMW?" <laughs> but
2: but when the guy finds that out,
5: doesn't he yeah. apologize no, and say, "Oh, I just misunderstood"? So I'm dancing out on the dance floor, and I look up, and Annie is, I can't. She's. I look around; she's nowhere to be found. So in my head, I'm like, "Oh no, she, she, she's approaching. She's engaging. She's engaging. Right with it, that guy. This guy wants some smoke. We're gonna get some smoke. <laughs> so I look back. Annie's standing at the bar, talking like up to this guy, and the girlfriend like comes running over. And so Annie's interpretation of the story, what she says, she's like, hey, like, do you have a problem? Like, like, why are you aggressively approaching people that you don't know? And like, you were kind of like scaring me a little bit. And the girlfriend was like, oh, no, like, please, no, we're not doing this here. And Annie was like, no, we're doing this here. Like you, you approached (laughs) us. You approached us. So they, she ended up, they ended up kind of walking out of the conversation, but it's like. Would you, would you ever, in your situation, ever think to approach somebody about how they... Unless you knew the full story, don't you think that that guy had some balls on him to come over and... and yeah, I'm I'm thinking through this. I mean, to to a certain extent,
2: <laughs> maybe you can give him a point for being concerned about Norm because he doesn't know. Sure. Right? He thinks that you're... Nice-looking,
5: older gentleman.
2: Right. I mean, who wants to hurt Norm? <laughs> and then he
5: sees you, and he's like, wait a second. So maybe for a moment, but... I think that's odd. That'd yeah, be like a stranger but, interjected in a conversation that Mark and I jokingly have. Because Mark and I give right, give absolutely. a little bit to each other out and there. And that wouldn't go well for the other
2: person, would it? I'd say not. No. But see, this sounds like, um, I don't know if there is such a thing, sounds like tall man syndrome. Totally. Because oh. there's no way, I mean, he, he feels
5: superior because he can reach down and put his no, hand on I your said. shoulder, right? No doubt. But little did he know, you know. Messing with the wrong little guy here. That's a, that's really a good story. You know, isn't that something? Did I you ever sh- did you share this with the bride or the groom or anything? Uh, Until now, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't. No, but apparently the the bride knew all about it because he was he was telling he was asking the bride, "Who is this guy? Who is he? Who's this guy going around yelling at at, at random <laughs> at random people driving
3: now, black BMWs <laughs> You didn't officiate that <laughs> wedding, did you? You know, I got okay. off this one. All I right. was just saying, uh,
5: this was the black tie one. That's oh, a great that's right. story, though. Yeah. Hang in there. We got one more
2: segment this hour to go. It's certainly one of the more undercovered stories, perhaps of the year. Now, I know the, the news cycle is busy, but eight teenagers were arrested finally on murder charges in connection with the death of a 17-year-old boy who was beaten outside of his high school in Las Vegas this month. Our friend Heidi Harris, you hear her filling in all the time on 97.1 FM Talk. She's got some strong Vegas connections. I figured she'd be good to fill us in. Heidi, how are you this afternoon?
4: I am good, but you left out my Sunday night show on 97.1 FM Talk, 7 to 9 p.m. Just thought I'd throw that in there, 7 to 9 p.m. You have to
2: throw it in, absolutely. All right, so this was horrifying. If people have seen this video, and that's one of the things that's unique is this has been caught on tape. But what do we know about the circumstances? What I heard first is that the kid who died, unfortunately, was trying to help out one of his friends who was stuffed in a trash can by some bullies.
4: Well, apparently this whole thing happened off campus. They had agreed to meet because there was some kind of score they were settling. And apparently, as you mentioned, the victim was trying to defend a smaller kid. Supposedly it was maybe over ear pods or something. Somebody stole something stupid. We right, all know right. that, right? So they all planned to meet uh, in a place near school. The school has a history of race problems going back a long ways. Uh, so anyway, they met in this parking lot or this area. And, the, you know, somebody swung a punch. The kid took his, the victim, took his uh, shirt off. You know, I guess to engage and then like 10 kids jumped on him and they've arrested eight Four going to right to adult court. Four more might go to adult court. They're 13 to 15. They're a little bit younger. So they're not they're probably going to determine that they should. Now, when I say they all go to adult court or, or detention, that doesn't mean necessarily they're all going to be charged with murder. I don't know the right, level right. of involvement of each of these kids. We have no way to know. Obviously, we're not trying the case here. Uh, I believe most of the kids, it's hard to tell. I've not seen pictures of them. A couple of them, I think, are black. One has a the last, a last name is Latino. So I'm guessing none of them are white, We we know that. Uh, some people are saying it's not a hate crime. I don't know. I can just tell you, Mark, that if the victim was black and all these other kids who beat him up were white, we'd be hearing about this all day long.
2: We we would have heard about it since the very day that it happened. And the video would be shared on Legacy Media constantly nonstop. It concerns me that not enough people, there are people listening right now, Heidi, that have not seen this and how horrible it was.
4: Yeah, it's terrible. It's just a bunch of animals. And what kind of animals are we raising that everybody jumps in here to beat this kid up to, to the point where, and not only that, did they beat him unconscious, somebody else found him later. Like all the kids left him right. there. And somebody yeah. else stumbled across him later and took him to the school. And what kind of animals engage in this kind of behavior? It's just despicable. There are two more they're looking for. Possibly as witnesses, we don't know. Don't know if the parents know their kid was involved in or trying to hide them. We just don't know. But, you know, if you have fathers in the home, you have a lot less of this. Let's so, put it that way. Well,
2: I, there's no doubt about that. We see this in urban America all over the place. You know, the one thing that and I'm not a big fan of hate crime enhancers just because I think if, if you have murder, if you have assault, you have assault. But I bring right. it up because if this was reversed, all kinds of people would be talking about hate crime enhancers here.
4: Yeah, I agree ben with you 100%. Trump would be I'm not there right hate- now. Right. Right. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. It's a white kid beaten up by a bunch of minority kids. So it doesn't fit the narrative. That's why we're going to forget about him badly.
2: Well, since you promoted the show, let me ask you, what do you got coming up Sunday night? Do you know yet? I'm guessing you might talk about this a little bit.
4: I got to tell you a funny story. I've been driving across country in a truck camper and I've done like 15 states and I've been talking a lot about that kind of stuff. We'll get to that uh, more trump stuff that's that 's obviously craziness, and why people are freaking out about the new Speaker of the House and his faith. I talk a lot about faith on my Sunday Night show. So, I'll talk a lot about that and a lot more coming up. And who knows what will happen between now and Sunday? It's always changing by the minute.
2: Well, that that's actually a good point. And we've seen, you know, we've seen big examples of that just because major stories, and justifiably so with Israel, have taken some, you know, stories I think that we get more attention off the headlines. And, and I would admit that this story with these kids in Vegas, I think some of the lack of coverage is due to the fact that so much is happening in Washington and the Middle East. But that's still something that wouldn't have mattered if it was a situation where the races were reversed. But Heidi will. We'll hear you on Sunday night. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. The Heidi Harris Show,
2: 97.1 FM Talk, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Check that out. We're going to take a break here for the uh, the top of the hour. When we return, I love Dave Strom from HotAir.com. He's an associate editor. He has written about a lot of different things, including a Yale group that promotes a fundraiser for Palestinian fighters, um, how the media is more and more relying on Hamas as a source. There's some Greta Thunberg news And another $10 billion for Iran. Oh, and by the way, there's another transgender awareness month or day. We just had one in the spring. There's another one. I think this week, Dave will highlight it coming up. Then Josh Hammer, senior editor-at-large for Newsweek magazine. He's the host of the Josh Hammer Show. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things. He's actually in town for a speech at SLU. He's going to join us in the studio.
1: Get more at 971talk.com